Welcome back, Kyle, to of Kanye Corner. I'm your biggest fan, Marcus Odessimus, Boston, MLB. I want to thank you for listening to the show. I urge you to follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, plus on Facebook at Kanye Corner. I beg of you to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at MOBoston314 and Facebook at Marcus Onesimus Boston. Let me pour you a glass and enjoy the show. We back. Part two of um, some good for your spirit. What's good for your soul, but bad for your ego. Good for the soul and bad for the ego. That's Dr. Monique Ross over there. Host of Pure Fuckery, the podcast. Uh, I, I fucked the sound up. Hold on, my bad. I, I, I robbed you of your joy. I'm sorry. I started a button for. I just started a button. <laughs> I started a button for. I started the button. Hold on, wait. We're back. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We back, and we black. All right. Back knock, and black. Knock this out. All right. <clears throat> what are your four pillars of a successful relationship? Four pillars of a successful relationship. Communication. Mm-hmm. I'm a conversationalist, and we absolutely have to be able to talk about everything, um, the good, the bad, the ugly. So absolutely communication. Um, compat- compatibility. We have to be compatible first and foremost. And the problem with that for me is I'm compatible with everybody. Oh God! I get along with everybody. I'm like I've never met a stranger to the extent where my parents used to have to tell me like because that's my thought process. Like everybody likes me. My mm-hmm. parents used to have when people didn't like me, my parents would have to tell me like, hey. Not everybody's gonna like you, Mo. <laughs> like I be choked up about when somebody don't like me. Like I'm what do over you that mean shit she don't now. Like me. Yeah, I'm over it's that me. shit now. Like fuck you, you ain't gotta like me. But yeah, before like I used to have that thought process, that mindset. But uh, compatibility, communication. Uh, it has there has to be a physical attraction first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to, you know, see myself. Riding you. Oh, we are back. With auto paper bag we, over your head. Oh, auto paper bag. Damn, she cold blooded. And cold-blooded. so physical communication, compatibility, Damn. and, you know, Damn. a sexual attraction. Like everything else. You know, and mental, you know, I, there's so many components to it, honestly, but that goes with compatibility. Like if mentally, if you can't stimulate me mentally, you know, on an intellectual level, despite the fuckery, I can't get with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I tell guys all the time, like, instead of trying to get the pussy, do something to make her want to get the pussy or Ooh. make her want to give you the pussy. Like, oh, say something, talk to me, communicate with me. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be the key to my heart. Like, if you can stimulate me mentally, it don't matter. Like, that's why I told you before. Like, I've told guys, I was willing to settle for you because, uh, yeah, if you can stimulate me mentally, you that's half the battle. But mm. if you can stimulate me mentally and physically... Ooh. Oh man! Ooh. You gotta uh, have a you gotta have a problem on your hand. Man, God bless whoever <laughs> makes it back there again. God bless your heart. Mm. 
Some people ain't made. Some people ain't made to be there. Hey, I'm not for everybody. I know that. Yeah. I am not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Gotta be so tall to ride this ride, baby boy. Hey. Hey. You have to be. We told you. <laughs> don't say. Don't say we never told you. I was on your side, guys. I said, "Hey, I'm saving some heartbreak, baby. Just find your lane. It's okay. Everything, everything ain't for everybody. It's okay. Oh man, some things you can enjoy from a distance and say, "Hey, that's not my blessing. Find your blessing. Find your blessing. Find your blessing. I'm not her. Yeah, that she's not it. She she's somebody blessing. It's not your blessing. Yeah, take so, your hands off that woman if she if she not your uh, wife, bro. <laughs> Anyhow." Anyhow, I'm just saying. Where did you learn your game and approach from? Where did I learn my game? I don't have any game. I don't, oh, I'm not shit. a player. I have a That's very bad game reputation of being a player. Yeah. One of my homeboys sent me a meme yesterday. No, it was hmm. today. And it said, uh, don't trust her. She never posted a man on her social media. Oh. Social media has only seen me. Facebook has seen me in absolutely one relationship. And that's my marriage with my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram has seen me in one relationship. And that's my relationship with my ex, my young ex. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, you ain't seen shit. I ain't posted a picture in. He's, that's the joke. Like, don't trust if she don't, if she <laughs> posting no man on her page. You don't exist. Um, no, nah, you'll see him when we walk, when we walk down that aisle. But hey, I done took enough L's yeah, to the point lessons. where I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not getting ready to set myself up for failure because people, you know what I'm saying? They want to see you do good, but not better than them. And the mm. second that shit hit the fan, uh yeah, motherfuckers are there with their popcorn watching it unfold. And mm-hmm. you're never going I'm never gonna be on social media. Certain shit just never will make it to social media. I might post a meme or say some shit or speak on some shit. But yeah, I keep my my ills, my heartbreaks, my losses to myself. And trust me, oh I've had plenty. You know, I've dated a lot. So yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. Why is it the fuck? Who who plays this chop the screw version? That is horrible. It ruined my moment. Hmm. Sorry, everybody. But there's always this. One, two, one, two. And while we wait for the song, um. <laughs> In the back seat, in my caddy. Caddy. Love if she if she don't know this song, she's, she's not culturally she's not culturally appropriate or, or old enough for you either. Exactly. Because this is it's a Negro spiritual right here. Man, mm. I'm gonna die with a bag. I guess because our future is not looking bright. But we have the 50th live show, July 15th. <laughs> Podcast daddy out here. I'm just please don't tempt me. I'm trying to get home. I'm, oh, try, I'm trying to oh, don't look at me too long. Oh, don't let the little don't, don't let the Louis bags fool you. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, as a young adult, what's your perspective and approach to dating insects as a young adult? As a young adult. <sighs> Approach to dating in six. Mm-hmm. I've always believed in relationships, commitment, mm-hmm. 
that one person that you settle down with, like my ex-husband, I thought we would have forever. I've said it in my podcast multiple times. I said, yes, she has. In my research, she did say plenty. I never thought that he and I wouldn't be together. Mm -hmm. Back then, anybody that knew me knew I would say that, yeah, he's not going to leave me. I'm not going to leave him. Like we were in that shit for forever. It was a forever type thing, but you know, until we weren't. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm, you know, I believe in relationships. I believe in commitment. Um, you know, we get a bad rep as Sagittarius that we're the flighty signs that, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not flighty to that extent, but I do love an adventure. I do love to travel. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a true and through Sagittarius, but we get a bad rep on some shit. And like being flighty, no, like I love the idea of love. I love the idea of being in love. I love being in love. I love having that one person that I can talk to, go to, share everything with. And that's the kind of person I am. Like, I'm a very open, honest, blunt person. So if I'm in a relationship and it's you know, we're in an intimate relationship, oh, you're going to get it all. So, yeah, absolutely. But I'm a firm believer in relationship six. I was given a very, I have two... View, my viewpoints on sex have been shaped and molded by two different situations and I, or two different groups of people. My dad, my dad, of course, him being the father of three daughters and one son, I heard my dad tell my brother, like, you know, get all the pussy you can. But with the girls, with myself, me being the oldest girl and two younger sisters, like he would tell us all the time, like, you keep your legs closed. And like my aunts, my aunties and my mama, like they would be like, that's that you, you, you got a prize. You don't just get that shit away. Like, you know, the quote unquote, like they call it the Ross P-U-S-S-Y. Like you don't just get that shit away. So that's my process. You know, that's why I ain't never been out here, you know, running ratchet. I mean, I've had my ratchet moments. Don't get me wrong. We've all had our ratchet moments. I've had some very ratchet ass moments. But I ain't never been out here just living trife and being ratchet. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you early, early on, like this is my first time in my adult life being single. And hey, when I first got over that heartbreak, that's when the wretchedness started happening. Uh, every you know, time. The every bad time, advice my friends every give me time, in order to get time. over somebody, mm, in man. order to get over somebody, you need to get under somebody new. So once I stepped into that mindset, Oh, it was a whole lituation, ratuation, mm. ratuation. Mm. Is that a word? Mm. It was a ratuation. Yeah, so I did me for a minute, but quickly realized that that wasn't me. That wasn't who I am as a person, as a woman. You know what I'm saying? So I took a step back from that and, you know. I'm in this space that I'm in now. How many bodies you collect during that time, that ratchetness? How many bodies you know. collect? I don't know. We're not getting ready to count this. I'm just, hey, just playing this between me and my, you. This is my... I've had, this I, is between I, me and you. Look, I can still <laughs> count on both my hands how many people I've had sex with, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, so... <laughs> Oh, all right. I almost believed it till the end. I said, oh, okay. She, okay. I, I almost believed you till the end. Hey. I was gonna don't judge me. Judge, judge your mama. mama. Don't judge her. Judge your mama. <laughs> <laughs> what would you tell your younger self now? Fuck what people think. 
if I would have had that mindset back then, what I'm doing right now, I would be so much further in life with where I am. When I was younger, I did what was expected of me. I did what everybody wanted me to do, like marrying my ex-husband, pursuing the career field. Like I, I pursued a safe career field. And I, my sister and my best friend reminded me a couple of weeks ago, we were talking podcast shit. And they reminded me a couple of weeks ago, remember when you went to broadcasting school? Like I straight went to radio broadcasting school. I wanted to be a radio personality. And because it wasn't safe, like, you know, it didn't offer the security right. that I was looking for. I, I gave it up because I needed security. I had a kid. I was, you know, I, I had my oldest son the day before my 19th birthday. So technically, yes, I was a teen mom. Now granted, you know what I'm saying? Me and my ex-husband, like, you know, he's in the military and shit. Like we were good. We, you know, we, we would, we were able to manage, mm-hmm. but even still, like I had aspirations, you know, at the time, like wanted to be a career woman, mm-hmm. and I did, I won't even say I wanted to be a career woman, because some people will argue like you're the best HR person ever. Like I got ex employees that will vouch for like she's one of the fucking people that cares that really gives a hundred and ten percent in it. There's so much life experience. Yeah, that's on one hand, but the problem is, I'm very strong from an HR standpoint. I'm very strong in some aspects, but. In other aspects, it's like I hate it. Like I hate dealing with people. I love mm-hmm. people. You know, I'm a people person, but people ruined it for me, right? You know what I'm saying? And then just, you know, the restrictions of corporate, of the cor- corporate world right. that just, you know what I'm saying? So I'm where, like, yeah, I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. I took some detours. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm focused on the podcast shit and, you know, focused on the book stuff and everything. And this is my comfort zone. This is where I'm supposed to be. Like, I, this is my niche. And it's always been my niche. I've always had the gift of gab. But you have the feeling that you had a language. Yes. Mm-hmm. But to pursue the career field that I chose, like, it's like, it was a detour. Mm-hmm. You know, I love HR. Don't get me wrong. I know this shit like the back of my hand. State law, federal law, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? HR law. Like, I know the shit. Just, I'm very re- well versed in it. But it's not my passion anymore. Right. It's not where I want. It's not where I per- foresee my future, you know? So, yeah. You want to live and down your sword. Yep. Live it down your sword like you asked for. Live down that motherfucking sword because motherfuckers live a whole life ain't they ain't been alive one day. Yep. Live a whole life ain't been alive one day. So how are you using your lessons to teach others? Not giving a fuck what people think. You The question, what what, what was the question? Because I know my response was fuck what people think. Right. So I was like, how do you use them? Which, based on the last question was your perspective and approach to dating and sex when you was young. You answered that. So when I was like, all you learned through that process, how are you teaching others based on your lessons? What am I doing to teach? Just not giving a fuck. Living my life unapologetically. Set an example that, you know, the the punchline with me is I have a PhD. Mm -hmm. But you turn on Pure Fuckery, the podcast, and it's (laughs) like, who gave her a fucking PhD? You know what I'm saying? But I'm the best of both worlds because I can talk philosophical bullshit. I can talk educated shit. I can talk 
fucking ratchet shit, hood shit, because I am the best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? So, um, she yeah. ratchet and ratchet. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's the thing about me. That's what that's what's that's what sets me aside from everybody else. And that's what, you know, makes me so fucking dope because I am, you know, I do have these credentials behind my name on one hand, but on the other, like you're authentic. I'm authentic as they come. I'm as hood as they come. I'm ratchet as they come. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I'm the best of both worlds from all angles. So, you know, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of your favorite Dr. Bay. I hate this show. <laughs> oh man, how <laughs> how did we get here? How did we get Who here? Who gave her a fucking camera and a mic? Who gave me anything? <laughs> how does this story end? How, how does, does this it story? End? I don't know. I got a 50th episode coming up with a whole sex therapist. And she had me telling too much information sober. I am fucked, fucked up. I can only imagine a, if you the, get a drink. I got or the two. meet and greet. That motherfucking, I'm gonna do say XOs, like two and dollar bottle. I want that shit to be like, I want a stew to make that motherfucker like the Oscars and that bitch. That's so. Because if I ever get some money, the world finna burn down. That's what's so. up. I better never give me a bag. Y'all thought I was bad before. <laughs> Man, it's gonna be so fire. And she was getting me too. She hit me with some, some, some psychiatrist chicks. I said, Oh, you got me. I thought I was ready. She was, the, I said, Oh, damn, I'm telling way too much. I say, I said, I'm no, I'm gonna be out here open on the fucking show. I said, I got a meet and greet and I got a DJ afterwards. Lord, I hope I go home with somebody. I hope someone's come take me. I hope some woman find me. And my, I'm gonna be in need on July 15th. Oh, somebody man. who's listening. Oh, who cares about but who find me interesting I'm going to be in need of help on July 15th evening if um, this is a call for help if, if I know women like to help and build up stuff I'm mostly pretty good but I'm going to need some help that night and uh, thank you pre ahead of time <sighs> uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm ashamed of myself what just happened so, with the lessons you've learned, what are you looking for now? As far as what? Uh, I guess dating, relationships, men. I ain't looking for a motherfucking she thing. I ain't looking for shit. I'm focused on me and what the fuck I got going on right now. If, hey, if, it's, if some shit come, it come. If it go, if it go, it go. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you love something, you let it go. If it comes back, it's yours. And I don't know why I just said that. Um, we not gonna go off into that. But my point is, like, I ain't looking for shit. I'm just on some chill shit right now. You know, um, I I just got out of a situation with a guy that I was back and forth for with two for two years down in Atlanta. You know, went down to Atlanta, was kind of relocated mm-hmm. there. But since then, you heard the episode. Yeah, since then, like I'm good. I'm chilling, B. And you know, I joke and be like, "There's a couple guys that can hit my line." Yeah, there's a couple of guys that can hit my line. But you know, when I really take a step back and think about it, like, what do you like? What I want out the situation, like that's and it's only one thing I want. But B- I don't even B- want that. I'm good. I've been celibate. I've been chilling. 
What's your name say? Pussy tight. Am I a tight? Maybe I'll send the night. Yeah, it's a vibe. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, she just, I've been online. I've been chilling and I ain't been touched, untouched for months. Damn near fucking like, like I'm, raise, I, I'm October 19. What you got? Back blue out. Raise me. Back blue October, out. October. No, I mean, no. I have to. I'm gonna keep it hundred. Back blue out. Just June. So over a year. Back blue out. No, but uh, no. This in general. General. In general. I'm not. I in general. If I'm, if I'm gonna say back blown out, I'm going back further general, too. In general. In yes. general. September. So approaching a Damn. year, two months shy of a year, and motherfuckers be like, "You do you think I'm finna believe a woman who ain't say she ain't had sex in six months? I like, I can go, and before then, like I was on some chill shit. Well, you busy if time moves so fucking fast. Hey, I be focused. I just Fuck. I have I have far more pressing matters. Whereas before, shit, getting fucked was on my was number like I woke up like I had to get some dick that morning. Like you know what I'm saying? That's what we did when I was. In a situation like when I'm in a situation, oh, it goes down. You better fuck me twice a day during a week. On the weekend, we going at least three times a day. Flat the fuck out. If you can't keep up, don't come for me. Um, what she said to you was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You said twice during the week, three times on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, it goes down. <laughs> it goes down. And I, I have a, I have a month, I have one motherfucker that will absolutely not for that. Let's get it. I, I can't do nothing but agree. It, it sounds fair to me. I'm, on, I'm, I'm big in democracy, and that sounds very fair. Okay. Very reasonable. Twice in the weekday and three times in the weekend. So I think it yeah. sounds very fair. It goes down. <sighs> so, what quality is the mate that you think that's realistic? You look for realistic. I don't have realistic loyalty, honesty, respect, communication. That's what, like, you know what I'm saying? Be attractive to me. I don't give a fuck what the next person look uh feel like. Cause guess what? I wasn't special to you weren't special till I made you so. Oh <laughs> man. So hey, killing you niggas out here today. You weren't special till she, she I made niggas. you so. Hey, what what's the title of this ever? episode? Good for the ego, <laughs> or bad for the ego, and good for the soul. You weren't uh, special till I made you so. So, yeah, like, be good for me. Because I've dated motherfuckers that was like, people were like, what you doing with them? Like, what what is it about them? Don't worry about all that. Don't worry about all that. You know what I'm saying? It's about me and him. It ain't got nothing to do with the next motherfucker. So yeah, I am beyond speechless, guys. We make it to hundred episodes. <laughs> I don't know how at this point, <laughs> but this is such a blessing. I don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve to be here. So give me your dating rules and advice for the thirty and over. Dating rules and advice. <sighs> dating rules. Don't take anybody serious until they show you that they're serious. Be unapologetic. If it's what you want, pursue that shit fearlessly and relentlessly. Give it 110%. Like, life's too short. Love. Because ultimately, that's what it's about. 
for me, I don't know what the next person's talking about, but you know what I'm saying? I, whatever you go back to, shit, you can go back to the Bible. And I'm not a Bible thumper. I ain't getting ready to quote the Bible because, you know what I'm saying, I have my own bone to pick with the Bible. <laughs> I have my own, you know, <laughs> views, viewpoints <laughs> of the Bible. But all of that shit ties into, despite what society shows us, the fuckery that's going on in this world, the racism, the pro police brutality, what it all comes back to is fucking love. And for me, to me, that's the greatest conquer of all. To love and be loved, to have that shit, to give it and have it reciprocated. That's the ultimate goal in life for me. I don't know what the next person's ultimate goal is. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you want to acquire financial wealth. Or maybe you want to acquire, you know, whatever the fuck it is. But for me, to have some genuine, unconditional ass, real, true love, that's the goal. That's what it's all about. It's about love. And when you find that shit, hold on to it. It ain't too many genuine people out here in the fucking world. And that's real talk, y'all. And as far as what was the next? What was the other question? <laughs> There's so many things. I think what was the qualities that made that you that you, that you look for that's realistic? I think I answered that already. That's it. I said, I said what? So what's what, what do you need? What's your next level ambitions? What's my next level ambition? Mm-hmm. Ambitions. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a post on social media about a month or so ago. I just was in the best place ever. And not because everything was right. Shit. In fact, shit, shit ain't been perfect right in a minute. But when people ask me how I'm doing, I'm perfect because that's how I feel. My ultimate goal is peace. And I made a post a couple months ago where I like woke up just genuinely at peace with everything. The past, the present, the future. What, you know, my future looks so fucking bright. But the past... I was okay with it. I've conquered my demons. I faced my fucking fears. So, you know, to have that peace that surpasses even my understanding, like some peace that I can't even fucking explain how I got here. That's my goal to have unconditional, real, true love. That's my goal to be at peace, to be abundant and prosperous and successful in all my endeavors for my kids to be nurtured and happy and healthy and on their way to being productive members of society. And I'm in that space. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a significant other, but I have love. I'm surrounded by real true love. Thank God the motherfuckers who love me, love me for who I am and not for what I can do for them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's real fucking talk. I'm surrounded by people that, when I hit, when I, when I bottomed out, when I hit rock bottom, I had a moment where I went through some shit, very, some, like a, a, a pivotal moment in my life. Mm-hmm. There was a turning point where they didn't fold. They were there. They stuck by me. They, they saw tall. me through ten that to- shit. Ten toes, ten toes down. Ten toes. My friends, real friends are better mm-hmm. than your friends. Like they were there. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? These friends and family members that fucking supported because I don't ask nobody for shit. Never have, never will. And for them to have my back the way that they did, like, no, I'm not being loved on by a fucking man. 
But my circle is tight. Solid. It's small. But that motherfucker rock fucking solid. I know who got my back. I know who there. I know who, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers did not fold. And they could have easily folded. Easily. But they pulled up. Like, nah, we got this. We going to get this. And when I say they got me up out, pulled me up out of that fucking hole, up out of that funk, and brought me back. Bigger, fucking better. Oh, they didn't create a fucking monster. Because at this point, those trials and tribulations that I went through, like, I know I can conquer anything. I know I can get through anything. So that was me, you know, those those fears mm-hmm. that I, you never know how you're going to react when your back is against the fucking wall. And to have my back against the wall and to have a fucking choice on I can fold. Or I can say, fuck this shit and fight with all my might. I've chose to fight. And I did that shit. And here I am. And I'm pursuing some shit that I never thought I would ever pursue. Mm -hmm. I was content. I had grown complacent in my comfort zone. And now that I'm out of that comfort zone, because nothing grows in a comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely not. And I've stepped out of that comfort zone. And like I said, I've surrendered. To my path, to my calling. You got to find comfort in being uncomfortable. Exactly. And as uncomfortable as I am exposing myself and putting myself out there to the world, like I, jo- like I joke with you, like the world doesn't deserve to know me like this. Mm. People who know me, they know pure fuckery mode. They know <laughs> just how ignorant I am, how the shit that I let spew out my mouth, how ridiculous I am, how wild and passionate and just all these things that make up me. The world knows Dr. Monique Ross. That's who I present to the world. And now that I'm stepping out of that comfort zone and really showing people who I am as a person, as a woman, and all the hats that I wear as an HR professional, as a HR consultant, as a fucking doctor, a writer, you know what I'm saying? Now podcast host, all these hats that I wear. And now I'm putting myself on blast and really showing the people who I am. Like, it's funny as fuck because I've had motherfuckers like, who knew? Who knew? And yeah, who the fuck knew? This is Mo. Like, this is Welcome real life, genuine, authentic <laughs> ass Mo, your favorite Dr. Bay. Real conversations <laughs> with real people about love, sex, relationships, all fueled by cognac. Welcome to Cognac Quona. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank That's you the spirit so take much you here. For having me. I appreciate this opportunity to come on and talk on Cognac Corner. You think a black woman for this. If she wouldn't have blessed me with Cognac, I'd still be drinking vodka. And, you know, them whites ain't where it's at. Black queen, you rescued uh, She saved us. me. You rescued us. She saved me. And uh, I hope <laughs> someone saved me for the long term. But if not, just have my Ferrari in my big ass house and go to sleep. Mind my business. Hey, Who knows? I ain't mad at you. I am. Uh, yeah, I am what I am. I am who I am. What else we got left? Put a button on this bitch. Um, how's co-parenting? Uh, wait, 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 wait. So, get, t- tell me how's co-parenting. You give me no advice. What's dating rules? Dating rules and advice for the thirty plus. What was the rules? I told you, fuck what people think. Be be who you are. Be who you are. Be it. authentic, unapologetic. You know what I'm saying? Don't sugarcoat it, because especially dating. A motherfucker go find out who you are eventually. So why not go into the fucking door being you, mm-hmm. yourself, who you are genuinely and let them choose on whether or not they want to be with you or not. Like, don't put on no show. And then, you know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, we married and 
motherfucker, you like the you a man and you like to put on women's lingerie oh, and heels. Like, let me make shit. the decision on whether or not, like, be who you are so yeah. that I can make a decision on whether or not this is my what I want to deal with. Because mm-hmm. what we all need to understand is we're all fucked up. We're all dealing with different devils, just different levels. It's up to you to decide what your level of fucked up is and and stay in that lane. You know what I'm saying? So don't pretend because we all fucked up. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You know, I pretended to not be fucked up, but now that I'm in this space that I'm in, I can't wait to tell the world just how much of a fucking mess I was. I pretended to have it all together. I pretended to have all the shit together. Like what I presented to the world was this motherfucker. Like you saw me in my suit and my tie every day with my war paint on face beat. You know what I'm saying? Made up. Everything was intact, but inside I was fucking dying. I was crumbling. There was one point I was fucking, I had a negative bank account balance. You know what I'm saying? Never thought I would be in that space because I worked so fucking hard and sacrificed so much to get to where I was and to just lose that shit in the blink of an eye like that because of somebody else's bullshit. We're not going to go off into that. Go to Pure Fuckery, the podcast, episode two, Mo, where's the fucking book? And you'll get the full details of that Man, let me tell you. But let me tell you, man, like. Flames. You just, you never know. And I reached, I got to that point, but I needed all that shit to happen. I was talking to my young ex about a week or so ago. We sat up on the phone for a minute and he said, you really, I said, I needed all that shit to happen. I needed to be humbled. And he said, Mo, you don't think you were humble before. And he knows me, knows me. And he knows the heart that I have, the good, the kind of, the good person that I am. And he said, well, you seem humble to me. You don't think you were humble. And it's like, yeah, I was humble to a certain extent, but there was that one part that cocky arrogant you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i'm better to turn my nose up at the mm. month, next motherfucker mm. judge like my ex-husband told me i was judgmental before and he mm. knows me knows me too so being judgmental like you know what i'm saying like i'm better than the next bitch mm-hmm. but you know what i'm saying in reality you not and life took took me there and showed me like bitch you let me humble you real quick mm. let yeah. me show you some shit real quick Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And humble I, yourself and, and life did. will humble you. Exactly. You choose. And you I choose. absolutely needed that because now where I'm at in the space where shit is moving forward right here, right now, down the path that I wanted to go, I'm more receptive to it. I'm humbled. And, I, and here's the thing. Be careful what you ask for. Because a few years ago, not even realizing what I was putting out into the universe. I asked to be humbled. I ain't mean like this or like, <laughs> I didn't mean like that. I didn't, universe I didn't has, realize. Universe has no exactly. scale. But oh, it's, it's up or down. It's no, it's you there, better be yeah. specific. Yes. You, you, when be you ask for some shit, fuck. when you out here trying to manifest some shit, be, be specific. Detailed. Be detailed. Be specific about what it is that you ask mm. for because you can't just go to the to Mother Universe and say, humble me because motherfucking Mother Universe don't know what yeah. the fuck. She gonna humble you in the areas that you needed to be humbled mm-hmm. in. You know what I'm saying? And I needed to be humbled financially. Like, like I said, I was, I had got the big head. I forgot where mm-hmm. I fuck. I, I ain't gonna say I forgot where I came from. I always known where I came from, but I did walk around and you know turn my nose up at certain shit. You know, like I'm better than you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. I ain't better than shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
I ain't better than shit. But it took all this shit to happen for me to realize that and to be grateful. Now, when I pray and I meditate and all this shit, like, I'm great. Like, I thank God for my limbs, the shit we all take for granted. I'm so grateful for. I'm so thankful for, you know. But, hey, you have to you have to go through. Yeah. That's my path. If you're going through hell, keep going. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh mm, that was that was a, that was a testimony. Hey, don't get me going. There's no test. There's no testimony without no test. There's no message without no mess. That's it. That's it. That's it. That is it, baby. Give me who holds out on the nigga. I don't know. (laughs) I can't believe on my Apple products. I don't know how you live your life without Apple stuff. I mean, we have them in the house. I have a MacBook. I, I got an old beat up computer too that I use, I prefer to use that. It's an old beat up PC that or not PC, but it's you know it's a laptop. But I'd rather use that, you know. And I had an iPhone. I feel like I, I feel like a gang member. I, I straight jumped through hoops to get rid. Of, I thought I was ready to cross over. I went and got an iPhone on my plan, and my youngest son he had an old like his phone was mm-hmm. old. And because he breaks his phone, he takes the cases off of him. He just, just no respect for the shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He wasn't getting a new phone and I stood on that shit. But to get out of that fucking iPhone, I went and upgraded his phone to a Galaxy and had <sighs> them flip-flop the numbers just and gave him the brand. Like this fucking 12-year-old got an iPhone, whatever the newest iPhone is, he got that shit. Just so I can get out of that iPhone and get a ga- go back to my Galaxy because you know I had surpassed the time frame. So I can't have no kids. That's it. That was a lot. I'm just too old. I'm 35. I'm, I'm old. I'm past kids now. I'm 39. You're not old. No, it's like it's too late for me to be. And I'm still father. trying to have another baby. I can't I'm, get gonna, I'm gonna give my daughter. Somebody gonna put a baby girl up in me. Oh, uh, some BBC gonna give wow. her another child, guys. Little niggas don't apply. Look, guys, don't apply. That baby, she's gonna be a little yeah. mini me, just <laughs> like her mama. Yeah. Till nope. then, I got my pup, my sweet Jules. Shout I out to Jules, a... my Shout black Labrador. She's just she'll be three. We're gonna celebrate our third birthday. That's my baby. Push like the button, nigga. Never thought I would love a dog. I straight love this fucking dog. That's privilege right there. That's why. That's, that's privilege. It's, it's American privilege. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm toast. <laughs> Children. Yeah. Don't come for me for no babies. Yeah, just here for the bag. <laughs> Not my business. Give me your best and worst date. Best date. My best date was... I've had some great dates. <laughs> of course you have. I've had some absolutely magnificent. Of course you dates. have. The white guy that was rubbing his hands, being weird. He we had a great date to the extent where this man kissed me in the middle of a restaurant, a busy restaurant, and I, I went with it. And I'm not a PDA type of motherfucker, but I let him kiss a white man, kiss me in the when middle whites. of a white one. Of whites, one of whites got him. One of whites. Like it was just a great date. Um. Fucking Andrew Jackson. Atlanta, this guy I dated before my last guy, uh, Freddie G. He took me. I had a, we had a weekend. It was a weekend date. And I had one of the best weekends with him. Like, we straight, it was a whole vibe. He took me out. 
and we kicked it. But best date, I might have to say my. I ain't gonna say his name because of shit. But the last guy that I was, the last guy I was actually with, he took me out. We went out to Savannah, and we stayed on a beach. Should have killed all you niggas tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I had got an Airbnb on the beach in Savannah, and it was a family weekend function type of shit. I met his peoples, and yeah, we was on the beach and like breakfast in bed type shit. It was just beautiful. Like I woke up, went out on the beach, and it's just you know. But I've had some awesome dates. I've I've dated, you know, I've I've date I've I've gone on a number of dates. I've, my dating life has not like anything. Ever and the space I'm in now is be- by choice, not because I have to be. But yeah, I've had some amazing ass dates. Worst dates, I left a guy at a restaurant. We went down to um, what was that on uh, is that Washington? Mm-hmm. What's Ballpark it's- Village, mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, Washington? Um, down by Flamingo, but a little further down, uh, not Flamingo, but Pinos. What's Flamingo? No. What's downtown? Flamingo Ball is downtown, right? Pin-ups on Denmark. Yeah. Flamingo, it's right. It's a couple doors down. It was uh, Mosaic. Oh, yes. So I went to Mosaic with this guy. And I forgot about the doctor that I was dating. When, I, when my young ex and I started dating, I was dating a doctor, too. And I chose the young ex over the doctor. And if I'd have chose that doctor over the young ex, who knows what my life would have been like right now. But I chose the young ex over the doctor. But no, I went to Mo. This was around the time I went on a date with this guy at Mosaic. And he's, what did he say? But I left. I told him I was going to the bathroom. And I left the restaurant. I had valet park. So I ran up to the valet and was like, my car was like right there. He handed me the keys. I handed him a five dollar tip or so. Hopped in the car and burnt the fuck out. Cause he said something that I can't even remember right now, but he said some shit that like was like on some when we get married and I was like fresh out of a divorce type shit. Like I think that's what he said and it scared the fuck out of me. Like I left like, dude, we are not getting married. But uh, I've had some weird dates. I had a guy ask to smell my shoes i've had a guy ask to smell my armpits after i told him because i don't wear deodorant he asked to smell my armpits after i told him that and he sniffed my armpits that was weird it's a light must scent it's not like a bad foul like i'm i take care of myself i'm very feminine i take very good care of myself as a woman but i don't wear deodorant so judge your mama don't judge me (laughs) don't judge me don't judge me, judge your mama. We need to wrap this up. I told my. I, I know we we'll get you out of here. All right, all right. Give us, give us the last. Where they can find you? What look forward to? You can put a button on this baby. All right, pure what? fuckery. The podcast. I'm on YouTube, and I'm everywhere else that you would want to listen to a podcast. Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, Speaker, and all the other ones. Uh, I'm still waiting on approval for iHeart, but I'm getting there. And I'm on YouTube, Pure Fuckery. And follow me on Instagram, so, S-O-O, Sophisticated One, and Pure underscore Fuckery. I am your host of Pure Fuckery, the podcast, Dr. Monique Ross, your favorite Dr. Bay.
Thank you for having me. I appreciate it with my whole heart. One day, I might, one day I might get invited to somebody's show. No one invites You're gonna me. You gotta come to Pure Fuckery. I don't. I invite come everybody on in my Fuckery. No one come invites on. me nowhere, we're but it's gonna, cool. We're I gotta gonna whole, get you on the calendar. I got a whole white man on my fuckery. team. I got a whole machine behind me. I'm gonna fuck. That's fine. We're gonna get you. <laughs> when on. I get my Ferrari, it's all, it'll be fine. It's we're right. gonna set a date mm-hmm. before I walk out there out, out your door. Mm-hmm. All right, close out your show because I gotta get out of here. Uh, we want to thank uh, Dr. Ross for coming down to uh the Tribe Tower and giving these gems that you know little ding niggas don't apply. <laughs> um, BBCs, you know, do what you can. We see where it goes, but um, she ain't with the shits no more. We want to thank Dr. Monique Ross for coming down to Coney Corner, new connoisseur to Coney Corner. She will be at the 50th episode, July 15th. Man, I'm gonna find me something hot for that day. I hope I do. Probably not, but you know, who knows? I am Marcus Onesimus Boston. Welcome to the Mob Podcast. Zaddy, as always, love could be the road to happiness, but most times it leads you right to the doorstep of love because only happy people can be in love. Once again, love can lead you right to the road. Love could be the road to happiness, but most times happiness leads you to the doorstep of love. Happiness is the doorstep of love because only happy people can be loved. I'm the mob. Love yourself. Love each other and love what we got. Till next time. Till next time. Out of here. And remember, I am bad for the ego, but good for the soul. <laughs> we out of here. <laughs> hey, how you how you doing? Hey, hello.